0: Are more than a conqueror, you are victorious deep in your spirit. If you are a child of God, doesn't matter what the devil throws at you, there's a the king, there's a the queen inside of you. God is speaking life in you, He is calling up out of you all that He has placed in you. Hallelujah! 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 Thank the praise. Team, but really thanking my message God. when you know who you are. This doesn't make you stop running for the Lord. Amen. Again, we thank all those that have joined us. We welcome you to our worship at New Mission. And we hope that you're going to be blessed. Matter well, I, I know you're going to be blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to thank all those that's been, been tithing, that's been giving. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for trusting God. Thank you for knowing and supporting the ministry as we move forward. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's get started. Let's get started. We are still in the book of Isaiah. Hallelujah. To the media, I just want to move to verse Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8. Want that last verse? That's that's where I'm going to key into If you can do that for me. If you can't, that's okay. There it is. That's where I want. Because that's where we are today. And it reads, I also heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send? Whom will go for us? Then Isaiah said, "Here I am. Here I am. Send me." Hallelujah. The subject matter I want to deal with today is now. I know who I am. Hallelujah. Let us pray, Father. Even now, Lord. Speak. Lord, we need a word from heaven. Yes, Lord. We need you to speak to the innermost part of our beings. Speak into our spirits. Speak so loudly that it will hush the other voices. It will speak through the anger. Yes, yes, Allow us to see you this morning. Lord, with all the chaos, with all the crisis, with all the hurt, speak through that and speak to everyone that is hearing my voice. Even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, Hallelujah. I pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. My brothers and sisters, we are in crisis. As I watch the news, you can see crisis of our nation, crisis of our world. But God's word speaks in the midst of crisis situations. In fact, it's funny that I am on this text because, because this is a crisis for Israel. Things have been moved out of position. Things have fallen apart. They are firing out of control. They don't know what they're going to do next. Funny, I got a call from a friend, a text from a friend, and this is what he texted me. He said, what in the world is going on? And many of us feel that way as we are watching what is going on. What in the world is going on? Isaiah, when, his, when the king died, I'm sure in his heart, he felt like, what in the world is going on? What we're going to do now? What's coming next? And, and God intervened. God stepped in. God showed up. God met him right in the midst of his crisis. And he saw a higher view of Christ. He did not see the answer to the problem. He did not see a king. What he saw was he saw Christ. Today I believe as a nation, I believe as a people, we need a higher view of Christ and recognize that he is God. He does care that he's in the midst of it. See, I know you're hurting. I know it hurts. I know your heart is broken. But I want you to know that your God cares about everything that's going on. And what we see doesn't look like him, but he sees and he will intervene. It may not be on our time, but God will show up. He will show up. He will show up. In our text, what we see is that Isaiah, after seeing himself in the mirror of his Lord that is high and lifted up, After seeing Christ as as Lord and God, what, what happens in this situation? He sees himself, and first he sees himself not worthy, but once the Lord touched him, it changed everything. Have the Lord touched you? Have you really allowed Jesus to touch you? Because in Him touching you, He changes everything. I believe that our nation needs a touch from the Lord. That there's a, listen, listen, there needs to be a changing of heart. There's no way that a man can put his knee on another man's neck for almost nine minutes and and they don't have a hard heart. And in Ezekiel 36, he says this. He says, I will come and I will give you a new heart and a new spirit. I will take away the stony heart. You know what God is exposing in this crisis? What he is exposing in this crisis is this, that, 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 that what comes what is in you come out in the crisis. So if you got evil in your heart, evil shows up. There's no way that you can watch what happened in our nation that happened in Minnesota and not be moved. If you're not moved by what happened, then I'm afraid that maybe you got a stony heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There ought to be a cry. Listen, it's not about color. It's about our hearts being messed up. It's about evil. It's about injustice because since we all are human, you should be able to equate to everybody else worth and value no matter the color. That's what the cry is. That's what it's really all about that we're not being equated as though we are of worth, our value. But to my brothers and sisters, I want you to know that your worth and value come from the Lord Jesus Christ. He's your mirror. He's the one that tells you who you are. He's the one that shows you that, that, that you are of worth. He, he thought of you to be such worth. He died for you. Yes, Hallelujah. As And hey, matter of yeah. fact, you need to say to yourself, he died for me. He died for me. He thought I was of such worth and value. He died for me. If you know him, that ought to build you up. Regardless of what anybody else says, you are victorious, you are a conqueror, you are a king and queen, because he died for you, and he says so. Yeah. Hallelujah, he says so. Let me move deeper into my text. Here in Second. Corinthians 521, it says, for he who knew no sin became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I hope that you have been touched and that there's been an exchange in your heart. You know what the Lord did for me? He took away the old me and paid the price for everything I have ever done and will do and put on a new me. A new heart, a new spirit. We are in a nation, and, and what we're seeing is that they need to experience Christ high lifted up. Yeah. We, we need to experience that, that that if I know who I am in Christ, then I'm going to give everybody else a Sense of worth and value, because if he died for me, he died for you. If he thought that I was of that worth, then you are of that worth too. That means that, that if every human being has worth and value in the eyes of God, and we ought to see each other from the eyes of Christ. Hallelujah. My brother and sister, we all be praying for our nation. We all be on our knees crying out to our God. And the reason why he has allowed this to happen because he is letting us know where we really are. He is letting us know that it's not how much money you got in the bank, it's not about the car you, you drive. it's not about the house you live in. It is the content of your heart.: Yes sir. Here Isaiah has a, a heart change. How I know this? because of the change that happened. He moves from seeing himself and seeing the ugliness in himself when he says, woe is me, I'm a man of unclean lips, I have come from a miserable people of unclean lips, to to watch this, and there was nothing he could do to help himself. That's really the truth for all of us. Listen, you're not saved by your goodness. You're not saved by how good you think you are. You're saved by his grace. It's nothing but the grace of God. I hope you have had a but God experience. Hallelujah. Every human being, I don't care what color you are, I don't care what age you are, you need a but God experience where the Lord Jesus Christ comes into your life and there's a new spirit, a new heart, a new attitude, a new perspective. The, the way you look at people are new. You can love your enemy. There's something about Jesus that changes your perspective. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's, that's, that's what you see in our world. That's what's going on. That's why it's the hatred that we see. And there's a call out from God saying, don't you see yet that you need me? Don't you see that, that you need a heart fix? You need a spirit change, And it's only in Christ Jesus that we're going to find this. Amen. He, he he says that he wants to exchange for us let me show you the extent that he went to Isaiah 52 verse 13 and it says this 13 to 15 it says that that it? the the degree in which they beat Christ the degree that they murrrh him it says that his face and his body was more myrrh than any man's he was this Figure. Jesus became the outward expression of our inward broken heart. <laughs> he became the picture of how, out of his image, we, we no, no, no longer look like him. That unless you're born again, what's on the inside is totally messed up. It don't look like God. It can't act like God. And, and we're going to be, especially when pressure, anything can come out. Yes, sir. Anything can come out. You know what? I discovered that, that if, you don't, if you're not born again, that, that, that if you don't watch it, you find yourself capable of doing what you didn't think you was capable of. Many times it's, it's being born again. If you're not in alignment with God, you will shock yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is a taking off of the old man. I'm putting on the new. There is a taking off the old attitude. I'm putting on the new attitude so that you can walk this thing in Christ Jesus. Last week, I introduced to us Mark chapter 6, the man that is demon-possessed by many many demons and we talked about this we talked about how this man nothing could hold him he would break chains he lived in the cemetery he was cutting himself we talked about how everybody was afraid of him he lived in in the which means ten cities and the whole region was afraid of him. The whole region was captured under the spell of the demons. Listen, listen, matter of fact, it it gets so bad that when Jesus, they see Jesus and they run to him and they bow and worship. Listen, he said we are legions. legion. Legions mean over 5,000 demons was in this man. A legion is taken from the Roman word that talks about a legion of, of army men, which means 5,000. So there's at least 5,000. Now watch this, watch this, watch this. They come and they bow. And, and this is what they said. He said, we know who you are. We know you're the son of God. other words, We know that you're God. Have you come to torture us yet? Have you come to judge us yet? Now watch this. Then they said, Don't don't make us leave this region. Let us stay here. We we, we, we got power here. We got influence here. Send us to those pigs over there because we don't want you to make us leave this place. Uh, We know what? You ought to tell the devil to get out and shut up. You ought to open up your mouth and say, there's no more room for you here. If you are a child of God, you got the power to speak over your life. Matter of fact, you need to speak over your household. You need to speak over your situation and say, I claim that God, that Jesus Christ is Lord here. You need to open up your mouth and speak. Speak over our city. Speak over our nation. Speak over our world. I, I think that sometimes we're too quiet in situations where we need to speak up. But speak in the name of Jesus because our power is in him. Hallelujah. Listen, in, in Mark chapter 6, it says that, that after God cast him out, the, the hogs had enough sense. They said, oh, no, not me. And they ran off the cliff. <laughs> you know what's amazing to me? If you read the text right, this is what it said. That when people came, they saw this man clothed, because he was naked and he was in his right mind. What says, hold on, hold on now. And it says that they went to the town and told other people when people came out, they was afraid. Yeah. Huh? They were afraid that this man who had demonic influence over these, this region is now in his right mind. Some people don't want change. Some people are afraid of change, even if it's a better change. Some people like being dysfunctional. Some people like living in mass. Some people like staying right where they are. But I, I, I believe tonight, matter of fact, I know tonight that if you let Jesus Christ come in, if you let him show up in your life, he can change it around yes, where yes. folks will be amazed. Yes, yes. People say, no, you got to leave here, Jesus. We don't know what's going on, but we don't like what you're doing, but you got to leave here. And the, and, the, and the Bible says that when Jesus gets in his boat, the man said, I want to come with you. And Jesus said, no, don't come with me. Go back home. <laughs> Go back home. And tell them the marvelous things that the Lord has done for you. This is what it says. It says, it says that he went back. Start telling everybody, and all the people heard his story and was amazed because they knew what he used to be, but now they see the new him. Listen, is there anybody amazed at the change in you? Is there anybody that sees you now and says, I remember when? And you can say, but Jesus came into my life. I've had a but God experience. I know who I am now. I know that that wasn't the real me. This is the real me. Now I got a calling and a purpose. This man had a calling and a purpose on his life. God, God got a calling. He got a purpose for you. And when you find what that is, He will use everything you've been through. He will use everything that you've gone through. He will use you to bless somebody else. You ought to walk out of the house every day and say, I'm going out to bless somebody. I'm going out to be a blessing. I'm going to help somebody. That's our purpose and our calling in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I remember Paul, the story of Paul, and as he retells the story in Acts 26, Paul talks about here he is standing before King Agrippa, and he is telling the story of what happened to him in his life. And he said, "You heard about me, how how I I used to I used to kill Christians, I used to go and and, and challenge them because I thought they was wrong." But on my way to Damascus, he. He, he knocked me off my horse, and he started talking to me. And he said in me, he said, let me show you the many things that I want you to do for me. He said, I surrendered. I surrendered to my Lord. I, I gave him everything. And, and from that day forward, the one who hated Christ Fell in love with Christ and started running for Christ. I got a question today. Are you running for him? Yes, Lord. Because unless you're running for him, you don't know your purpose. Unless you're running for him, you don't really know who you are. You don't know the greatness in you. You don't know the glory that God has placed in you. Our God is up to something. And even in the midst of this crisis, maybe your crisis is your appointment. Maybe what is going on, God got your attention. Maybe what God is doing is calling us out from what we used to be, out of the power of Satan, into the marvelous light, His glory, and and that is a spiritual transformation that only comes by the power of Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Watch Isaiah. Watch him. Here he is after seeing himself. And the living coal, the live coal in Isaiah chapter six represent being touched by Jesus in the New Testament. It's Him who is the live coal. It's Him that changes our hearts. It's Him that sets us free. It's Him that changes your name. See. When you become Christ, when in Christ, Ephesians chapter 1 says that you are adopted, that you become a child of God, you become his sons and daughters, you are chosen, you are elected. You are redeemed. He said, now you are his beloved. All that is in Christ Jesus. that You are now his pur- purchased possession. You are now his seal to the day of redemption. God has done that for you. If you know him, God has done that for you. You ought to give God a shout of praise. You ought to say thank you. Because he did it for you because he loves you in spite of you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isaiah, now hear God. Listen, God is always calling. He always calling out. It's not that God is speaking to him directly, though he is. He really is calling out, saying, whom? It's as though God is looking around, finding out. Like there's other people around, he said, "Who?" will go for us. What do you mean us? He's talking about the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. One God but three persons and they're speaking in unity saying, who will go for us? And Isaiah said, here I am. Is anybody in the house saying, here I am? Is anybody in the house saying, here I am? Hello. God is calling. Oh, he's calling. Listen, he says in Ezekiel, Awesome verse. It says here that God was waiting for somebody. Ezekiel 22:30. He says, He said, He said, I look, I search for someone. I sent my spirit, I sent my heart The city, if there's anybody else whose heart is broken. To see if there's anybody else that sees what I see. Listen, God is waiting on us. We think we're waiting on God. This verse tells me what God has done is God has given the power to his children to bring about change in the land. He needs somebody to intercede. He needs somebody to speak for him. Listen, the world basically said we don't want him. So God's going to work through those who want him, who calls on him. Now listen to the power of it. He said, I needed somebody. I wanted somebody to invite me in this situation. I sent my spirit to to evoke someone to call on me and set a hedge between heaven and earth. He said, but I found nobody. I hope and pray that he's finding a lot of people that is calling on the name of Jesus, yes. that is calling on the name of our Father, yes. saying, "Lord, send me. Lord, I'm in a city. Lord, heal our land. Lord, heal our children. Lord, yes. bring justice. Lord, change it around. Yes. Lord, change it. God is here our cry today. Yes, Lord. Yes. Are you crying out? Are you crying out? Is God hearing you? Call his name in faith. saying, Lord, you are everything. Lord, I worship you. Lord, I magnify you. Isaiah became the prophet of Israel. And he began to cause Israel to turn back. To God. He is probably the greatest. Of the. Of the major prophets. Because of the prophecies. Because it's the longest book. In the, in the Old Testament. Of the prophets. He is, he, is, he is thought. And revered in literature. Because of the style. And the greatness of his writing. Because he answered. The call. Are you going to answer the call? I think I hear the voice of God. I think I hear God saying, who will go for me? Who will cry to me? Who will set a hedge between earth and heaven? Who will invoke me and ask me to come and heal? Who will allow me to begin in their own hearts? Because if I could change your heart, I would change everybody around you. You know what? You know what I'm realizing? Is that all of us got territory. All of us got influence. All of us got people around us and around our lives. And, And we are either being a good influence for Christ or a bad influence. I don't think that there ever been a time That your influence is more needed. I believe that we are here for such a time as this. We're looking at the government to change things. They can't change things. And God is looking for his children to stand up and be his children. To call upon our God. The one who is in control. The one that can even change the heart of the king. the, The one that can change hearts in the midst of their evil. The one that can bring healing in the land. He's calling, but are we listening? He's calling, but do we hear him? I can hear him say, do you see me? Do you hear me? I'm standing here. I remember Jesus. Then I'm done. I remember him saying in the gospel, he cries out when he sees the conditions of his people. He says, like a mother hen, I'm calling to you and I want to bring you up under my wings of protection, but you will not come. Don't you see a mother eagle spread out her wings saying, come up under my protection? But I won't make you. I want you to come up under my protection. I don't know about you. I'm getting closer to the king. So I can be all that he wants me to be. Today, do you know him as your Lord and Savior? Do you know him as your king? Do you know him as your protector? Do you know him today? I ask that if you don't, I I, I, I evoke you. I call on you to accept Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior. I know about anger. I used to be so angry that I didn't care about me. And the change that came into my life, when I let Jesus in, he changed me. He, he, He started to heal me. And the same thing he did for me, he will do for you. Just let Jesus come and ask him that, Lord, here I am. I give you my life. I need your covering. I need you to change my heart. I need you to take out the old heart, put in a new heart. Lord, in the midst of all this, show me what you want me to do. Let me let me have power over my area. Even now, Lord, I call on you. I I lift you up. I will intercede for our nation. I will intercede for our world that they may see you. See Him high and lift it up. That's our greatest need. Then justice will come. Their hearts. Will change then people will do better, act better because they got a changed heart the praisers are ready are you ready are you ready to to praise us, to praise this sermon out come on, they're ready to say, come on let's praise him, let's lift him up let's give him praise and say Lord you're our help you're our strength Oh, we need you. We need you.